everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Positive Proof Podcast. I'm your host, Parmas Najmi, and I'm so glad that you're here. If you want to listen to more episodes like this one on self-improvement, mindset, and wellness, go ahead and hit that follow button to join the family. Today, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. I want to talk about the December checklist that I think we should all work on in order to set ourselves up for the new year and really get ourselves ready to cash in on 2023. This is a checklist that I have curated so that I can work on. So if you do choose to use the same checklist, we'll be working on these small little goals together, which makes it so much more fun and motivating. To me, this checklist is kind of like the groundwork that needs to be done in order to tackle a new year and all that comes along with it. We've got 25 days left, which is plenty of time. I know a lot of people look at December as a write-off because, you know, the holidays are going to be with family and resting and I totally get it, but the holidays only make up three to four days. So try to make the best of the rest of the days in December and put it to good use. Enough rambling though. I'm going to be going through 10 things that I think are must-dos for the month of December, starting at number one, updating my vision board. With a new year comes new goals maybe some changes in what you want out of your career, life, health. So it's so important to keep this up to date. And if you have not yet made yourself a vision board, I highly, highly recommend you do so because it's going to remind you every day of what your end goal is. And it's not just a written representation, it's it's visual. So it's so much more powerful, especially when you're making it your wall screen paper or printing it out and hanging it up on your wall, somewhere where you can see it often. Also, I know that when I first started making vision boards, I had it all wrong and there's a few things you need to pay attention to when crafting your own so that it can be effective when manifesting your dream life. When choosing your pictures, you've got to make sure that there's an emotional connection to those pictures. Without that emotion, you're not going to be able to reprogram your subconscious mind. So make sure there are images that stand out to you and really get you feeling some type of way. You should feel inspired when you look at your vision board. Like I love staring at my desktop background, which is my vision board, and I genuinely enjoy looking at it. I never get tired of it. It sparks such a positive emotion in me and it keeps me so motivated and keeps my mind moving in the right direction toward my goals. So the idea is to create something you love and can feel emotionally drawn to. Let's say though that you've chosen all these dreamy images of what you want out of life and you put together a bunch of images, but don't believe that any of the stuff in those images are attainable. In that case, your vision board is not going to be effective. You have to truly believe that the things on your vision board are something you can achieve. You have to be able to visualize yourself as part of that vision board. So really try to create that connection because a vision board is not just a bunch of images you've put together. It's a representation of your goals and your future self. And it keeps that fire inside of you lit so that you keep on going. You keep on moving closer and closer to your goals. The second thing on my checklist is practicing minimalism by doing a deep clean and getting rid of all the things that I do not use. My goodness, this is something that I'm so excited for because 
I seem to have a hard time throwing things out or selling unused clothes or donating whatever is left. But at the same time, I hate the idea of clutter and unnecessary stuff that piles up in my space. So this month, I'm going to devote some time to selling pieces that I appreciate but just no longer use. And my rule of thumb is going to be that if I haven't touched it in two years, it's going away, whether to someone else or in the garbage. It's also a great way to mark the end of an era being 2022, because if there's any other pieces that you want to invest in, decor, clothing, furniture, whatever it is, then you have room to do that in 2023 by throwing out your old stuff. I've done this before and it's such a refreshing feeling to let go and have a more minimalistic environment. So if you haven't done this or are overdue for a clean out, then I highly recommend you join me in on this one. The third thing on my checklist applies to those of you in colder climates. I'm in Toronto, Canada, so right now around December is when the cold really, really hits. And because of this, a lot of people hibernate and they avoid going out and they avoid going on walks and constantly complain that they're cold. And then it leads to the whole seasonal depression conversation and I think that this avoidance and hatred towards the cold can really, really have an impact on our moods and our mindset and the way that we experience winter. So my solution to this, and it might come off a little bit bizarre and obvious, but it's to dress warmer. I can't explain to you how many times I have left the house in a tracksuit or just even a hoodie thinking I'll be fine. Just a few seconds to the car, I'll get through it. But then those few seconds, I'm cursing and freezing and angry that it's so cold. And then I externalize my own problems being not dressing warmer by blaming it on Canada and its so-called terrible weather conditions. Again, this might seem like a small issue, but I think a lot of us can relate. So dress warmer, layer up, and go out there and enjoy what winter has to offer. So then your errands become more bearable and enjoyable so that you no longer have an excuse for a 20-minute walk, quote unquote, just because it's cold outside. So that if you don't find parking close to wherever it is that you're going, you're not angry that you've parked a little bit farther and walk the rest. They're all such small things that go on in our daily lives, but I truly believe it makes a difference. So dress warmer for a better mood, a better mindset, and a better way of experiencing winter starting this December. The fourth thing on my checklist is doing a recap of this year. This is a pretty straightforward one, but I love writing down everything that I've accomplished at the end of the year, and it's a gentle and sweet reminder that I've come a long way, even though in the very moment it may seem like I'm so far away from my biggest goals. It's just another way of patting yourself on the back for the small leaps you've made and realizing you're not the same person you were in January. And this recap is a way of giving yourself recognition and praise so that you feel good about yourself. It's also important to note that our brains unfortunately love to amplify the negative things that happen and makes it much easier to forget about the positive things that happen. So we've got to come up with these little systems to nudge that brain of ours into emphasizing the good over the bad. The fifth thing on my list is organizing and cleaning out my email inbox. 
to me, this is going to be an absolute life changer because not only have I never done this before, which is embarrassing and just goes to show how much I am in need of this, but my inbox is literally always overflowing. And I swear it's because all these companies have gotten so good at opting you in for marketing emails without you even knowing it. That's a whole topic of its own, but seriously, it's so frustrating. So I'm going to be unsubscribing from a lot of email newsletters. I'm going to be organizing them with tags and color coding them. And if you're wondering how to do this, maybe I can make a TikTok on it and show you guys because I've done it for my work email and it's been so useful. I never miss an email. Everything is so easy to locate. And my inbox, even though it's a work inbox, becomes a happy place rather than a place of chaos like my personal email. So going to be organizing and cleaning out my email inbox. And that's going to be a huge one for me. The sixth thing on my checklist, which is for the makeup girlies or guys who like makeup is cleaning your makeup brushes. <sighs> yeah, this is one of my biggest weaknesses. I find it so hard to keep up with, not because it's a difficult task, but because I hate cleaning my makeup brushes. It's just one of those things. I would rather deep clean an entire house than wash my makeup brushes. I'm just being completely real with you guys, but I've put it off for way too long. So it's something that's on my checklist for the month of December. I don't use any specific solution. I just use dishwasher soap and olive oil, which is a hack, by the way, that I learned off of YouTube years and years ago, and it works great. But once I've cleaned it, I just put them brush facing down so that it dries and usually takes up to 24 hours. And then voila, you've got yourself some clean, soft brushes to glam yourself up with. So definitely overdue for that one, but it's on my list. The seventh thing that's on my checklist for the month of December is doing a digital clean out. And specifically, I am referring to my camera roll. I think this is a bigger issue for me because I do a lot of content creation. So I rack up 100 to 200 photos and videos a day, which over time really piles up. For you, this could be cleaning out your notes app or your TikTok saved videos, Instagram saved videos, old text messages, contacts you no longer need to keep on your phone, really anything that is unused on your phone and deserves to be deleted. I've put a routine into place and I started this on December 1st where I delete 150 photos or videos a day and it just makes it easier on me and avoids me putting it off. So if you're overwhelmed with this task or really any task, just break it up into smaller tasks and that way it'll be much more manageable and you'll actually get it done without spending a whole day devoted to that very one task. The eighth thing on my list of things to do this December is avoid the Christmas to New Year slump by continuing my routine and things that keep me healthy physically and mentally. The gap between Christmas and New Year's can be a little bit of a blur. I know I used to always treat these five days as like my laziest five days out of the year, which is understandable why anyone would want to be lazy and be in bed after working so hard all year with minimal days off. And I'm not saying to be up and running for those five days and, you know, being your most productive self. No, I'm saying if you can find a balance between resting and still doing something good for yourself each one of those days, you will not only feel so much better going into the new year, 
but it will also avoid you feeling like that one week is a blur and instead it'll make the holidays more enjoyable and more memorable. So for example, if you usually stay in bed watching movies all day, instead try doing a morning workout and then watching movies for the rest of the day or try a new recipe, spend some time journaling, don't get lost in your phone, don't leave your brain on autopilot watching Netflix, Find a balance that serves you so that you feel rested and you feel good about yourself knowing you didn't let yourself go into a slump for the Christmas to New Year gap. The ninth thing on my list is having a me day. And I say this because I feel like December is all about rushing to find gifts and stressing about Christmas parties. And it's all about giving to others. And you can kind of lose yourself in that process. It can be overwhelming, especially if you've got a big family. So it's really important to set up a day where you take yourself on a date and focus on you and you only. Just really take the time to relax, get a massage, get yourself a new outfit, go hiking, take yourself out for dinner, whatever it is that will get you to kind of slow down and just take a moment to enjoy the holiday month on your own as well. Finally, the last thing that's not on my list, but I do think it should make it to yours if it applies is do a social media cleanse. I want you to go through your following list and unfollow all the accounts that don't make you feel your best or you feel like they're constantly portraying a lifestyle that doesn't align with yours or where you want yours to be or it's inauthentic. Really any account that doesn't serve you or align with your goals or values. I've actually done this before on Instagram and I no longer follow any influencers on Instagram unless I personally know them, of course. I do follow some creators on TikTok though and these are creators that I genuinely enjoy watching and that make me feel good and that provide some solid value and that I resonate with. So that's just the way that I like to do things, but the overall point is to do a social media cleanse and really just design it in a way so that it suits you and your goals. That way you also no longer look at social media in a negative and toxic way. You are being proactive and making it work for you and you can then finally see it in a positive way. Social media can become your tool for learning more about a certain topic. So do that social media cleanse. I promise it's going to do you so good. It's done me wonders. Definitely add that to your list. Obviously, everyone's checklist is going to look different if you do have one. And these are just the 10 things that I'm personally doing. So if any of them seem like they could apply, add them to your list. And if you don't have a list, make sure to create one because it can truly, truly make a difference in how you feel going into the new year. So to recap the 10 things on my list of things to do this December so that I can set myself up for the new year is number one, updating my vision board. Number two, practicing minimalism by getting rid of unused clothes, decor, and furniture. Number three, dressing warmer to make the winter months more enjoyable. Number four, writing down a recap of this year's accomplishments. Number five, organizing my email inbox. Number six, washing my makeup brushes. Number seven, doing a digital clean out. Number eight, avoiding the Christmas to New Year slump. Number nine, setting up a day for me, myself, and I. And number 10, a social media clean out. 
That is a wrap. I do hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review. Your feedback seriously means so much to me. And if you don't know yet, I do monthly giveaways where a random person will be selected from those of you who do leave a written review. Just send me a screenshot and you'll be eligible to win. The winner will be announced on upcoming episodes. And if you want an extra entry into the giveaway, make sure to share this podcast or episode via socials and tag me at Parmas Najmi and at Positive Proof Podcast on Instagram. And now it's time to announce the winner of October's giveaway contest. Drum roll, please. Thank you so much to Cheyenster for leaving such an amazing review. I have a Starbucks gift card waiting to be sent to you as a token of my appreciation. So message me on Instagram and we can get that sent over ASAP. To everyone else, if you've made it this far, I appreciate you so, so much. And I can't wait to chat with you again in next week's episode. Lots of love, Parmas. 